Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today I'm so excited that Karen Cole is joining me. Terry has nominated her for a Game Changer Award, and she's joining me this morning to tell her more, to tell me more about her amazing organization. Welcome, Karen, and congratulations on your Game Changer nomination. Thank you very much. I appreciate the nomination. Um, so my mission is uh, I have an elder care hospice for dogs called Lizzie's Animal Hospice. We take dogs typically 10 years and older or younger dogs who are terminally ill or have mobility issues. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to get them as healthy as possible and uh, find them great homes. And if they can't get healthy, then they stay with us. And we are foster based. So mm-hmm. dogs live in a home environment and they're part of a family. We mm-hmm. don't have a shelter environment. We thought it was important for them to be a part of a family, uh, be in a home. A lot. Some of our dogs are just got a dog off a chain after 10 years and so he's learning to acclimate but it's sort of difficult because there are more dogs and it's an inside environment but it's it's an exciting adventure and karen back up and tell me a little bit about how how this came to be there had to be there obviously there was a lizzie tell us a little bit about how you started into this amazing program I was with a rescue for, well, first I found a dog and that brought me to a, a wonderful rescue who I eventually joined the board because I was so appreciative of their help. And I noticed that we didn't have any older dogs. And so I said, let's, you know, go to the shelter and pull the 10 year old, the eight year old, the 12 year old. And they said, no, they're not adoptable and they're expensive, keep walking. So I just said, okay, I'll do my own thing because those are the only ones when you walk in the shelters, they're the ones that everybody walks by and they're great. You know, mm-hmm. they're already trained, they're happy, they're, they have lived a good life and they have a good life to live further. So that's yeah. when I started Lizzie's. <clears throat> um, Lizzie though, was I mentioned, it was a chain dog. Yeah. And it's a very sad story. Somebody found Lizzie, they heard Lizzie actually howling oh. and um, went up the driveway to and she was chained to a tree um a friend got a call we went over there and I told her I said uh let's see a gentleman did agree to let us have Lizzie and brought her in and she was in such bad shape we thought maybe she would have two weeks and got all the hair she had so much hair on her she couldn't even stand up and got her got all the hair shaved down got her to the vet and she lived for so that's how we got, she got the namesake. Oh, yeah, be- that's beautiful. And, and Karen, did you, when you, when you found Lizzie and, and when this kind of rattled your soul and you said, you know what, I, this is an un, an unfilled mission in my area, uh, adopting older unadoptable dogs that, mm-hmm. that, that need homes. 
it's so interesting because it's not uncommon I have found in shelters where of course the younger animals are get homes faster, but that doesn't mean that there's not this amazing community of people that are more than willing and happy and able to adopt older animals or terminal animals. So talk a little bit about how you get the word out that these older animals or maybe animals with special needs need homes. Do you, you have a team of volunteers, obviously that, that, that help you as well as foster homes at the same time? Yes, we, we have, uh, my volunteers help me do meet and greets. We also do a lot on Facebook. We post on petfinder.com all of our dogs and what i found is like you said a community of older people who say they don't want a dog for 10 to 12 years they're good with two to five and then we have people who uh just the other day or a couple of weeks ago i adopted a dog that had um dm mm. it's a what it is is the dog is eventually going to be paralyzed completely and his back end is paralyzed now and she said but this is what i do i'm a nurse and i take dogs mm. like this him a good life and she sent me a video the other day and he was in his wheels and in this in the in the lake and not lake in a um uh sorry just in the stream yeah. just water you know yeah. where he could just yeah. drop around and have fun enjoying yes Isn't it exactly. just wonderful i mean it there are you know superior people adopt dogs but extraordinary humans mm -hmm. take these dogs yeah. with a little bit higher needs or older animals or terminal. So it's so inspiring to meet the people that are excited to provide care for the rest of these animals life. It's just so mm -hmm. wonderful. Do you yes. have, um, so do you also receive calls from dogs like Lizzie that, that need to be rescued or is it primarily your organization going out and finding older dogs in shelters or a combination of both? I take very few from owners. If it's a situation where the owner's passed away or the owner's going into a living facility, then I will take the, the dog. There are, it's, it's very seldom will I take a dog. Sometimes I do take a dog that the people just don't want it anymore, that yeah. the dog peed on the carpet and they just bought a new house and they don't give the dog a chance to acclimate. I know that dog is gonna head to the shelter. So in that case, I will bring that dog in if we have the room. And that's the key. We're foster based. So, and we're very small. Lizzie's is, is a very small organization, but I like it to stay small. I like it to stay personal. People who know Lizzie's know me so they can put a face with the, the name of the group. Um, but we don't get a lot of grants because of that, because we're small. So that helps that people know they can put a face with a group. So when I, I just sent out a plea for a $4,000 surgery that's coming up end of the month. And so I've created those relationships where yeah. people are willing to, you know, help out a little bit more as opposed to a larger organization who can get grants, can get them yeah. easily because they have a bigger platform than I do. Yeah, yeah I, I totally understand that. And that's, that's one of my goals in doing these game changer interviews is to help people just like yourself with wild passion in their heart, help get the word out about the amazing work that you're doing. So I love these stories. And I'm sure that prior to you meeting Lizzie, of course you loved animals, but you probably mm -hmm. had no idea that, that your life would go in this direction in the sense that you have, you know, you have this unbelievable mission of mm -hmm. helping unadoptable older animals have forever homes that are magical until the day that they depart. It's a fantastic thing that you're doing. I have to assume that when you get up in the morning, you know, in your heart, how much good you're doing, but what's, what's, what do you love most Karen about the work that you're doing? 
I love the success stories. I love the, the dogs that were so down and out. We're like, I'm just not really sure, but we'll give us our, give it our best. And then we can get them healthy. Uh, sometimes yeah. it's just uh, a few days. They just needed a couple of days to acclimate. And, you know, they just were found on the side of the road and they just needed to be able to breathe. And then you find this fantastic home. I actually had one that I placed uh, a little dog and the next night he didn't do well. And I placed him in a home and I said, I'm going to take him back. I'm not sure. And I, I thought by the end of the morning, he was, he was going to be gone. And he perked back up, took him to the vet. And the vet's like, yes, he's in heart, kidney failure. He is in heart failure. He's in renal failure. He's in everything failure. And so I told the doctors, I said, you know, I understand I, you didn't sign up for hospice, but this is a situation and you don't have to take him back. I'll keep him and I'll do hospice. And they're like, no, we'll, we'll take, mm. we'll take him through hospice, but he lived for another two years. Wow. So that, that's a good wow. thing. Yeah. I mean, she was on top of it every day. She made notes. So when she went to the vet, she says, here's what we did today. as we did yesterday. And so they were able to monitor it and keep it, make sure that his meds were right on the spot. So for two years they had him, and that, that's a good thing. Yeah. And, and isn't it, I mean, I, it is incredibly inspiring to, you know, that these animals mm -hmm. just being older, they're going to have, you know, probably some innate medical issues, but even mm -hmm. once they get that diagnosis of being terminal and veterinarians, of course, give our, we give our best attempt at giving an honest and transparent prognosis, but then with great care, and a lot of love and very focused energy and love and support around that animal. It is remarkable how mm -hmm. well many animals can do as they're dying. And you understand yes. that because yes. you see it every day. And it's, it's really part of the uh, amazing thing to watch is the relationship with this animal who's rising up and rallying and doing unbelievably mm -hmm. well. And then the love of these brand new guardians taking care of that animal. It, you have, your heart has to be very full. Yeah. I think for me too, it's an honor to take care of the dogs. Sometimes I have a dog for two or three days. Sometimes I have them for two weeks. And I think it's an honor to be able to take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you being able to show the value left in older animals' lives or terminal animal, that mm -hmm. just because that time frame is shorter, it doesn't make it any less relevant. And I really no. appreciate your mission of talking about whatever time is remaining is of value and worthwhile of saving. I think that that's really important. And I, I love that. If you could let the world know one thing about what you're doing, Karen, what would it be? I would like people to respect their senior dogs. That's what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the one thing. And if you don't, I mean, and if you want to support a great cause, I would love for you to support Lizzie's. We need all the help we can get because the yeah. seniors need all the help they can get. And, and if people wanted to learn more about the dogs that could be available mm -hmm. to adopt or to financially support you or to begin working with Lizzie's, where would they go, Karen, to get more information? Our website is lizzieshospice.com and it's L-I-Z-Z-Y-S-H-O-S-P-I-C-E.com. A lot of people do I-E-S. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's Y-S. And that's our website. But if you have questions, you can email me at lizzieshospice at gmail.com. Mm, so good. And social media? 
We are on Facebook. Uh, we are now on Instagram. Those are the only two, mostly. We have somebody who's trying to do volunteers again. I'm trying to find somebody who knows how to do TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> anybody knows. <laughs> I totally get that. I certainly don't know how to, I, that is not in my wheelhouse at all. What is your Facebook? Uh, where can people find you on, on Facebook and Instagram? It's Lizzie's Hospice. Good. Okay, perfect. Well, I love the fact that seniors and potentially terminal seniors have become your passion. I love the fact that you are all in and saving the animals in, in your local area, especially those animals that would be more difficult to place. I am wildly inspired by the work that you're doing. And I hope that this interview helped gets the word out about, about the magnificent things that you're doing. I'm so thankful that Terry nominated you for a Game Changer Award. Me too. It's great to meet you. Thank you for the opportunity.